You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Newgrange is a passage tomb located in County Meath in Ireland, around 50 kilometers north of Dublin. This is episode four for January 4th, 2018. I'm Chris Webster and welcome to the ARC 365 podcast, 2018 edition. ARC 365 is a podcast today, every day in 2018. This network is supported by our listeners. You can become a supporting member by going to arcpodnet.com slash members and signing up. As a supporting member, you have access to high quality downloads of each show and a discount at our future online store and access to show hosts on a members only Slack team. For professional members, we'll have training shows and other special content offered throughout the year. Once again, go to arcpodnet.com slash members to support the network and get some great extras and swag in the process. That's arcpodnet.com slash members. This episode was written by Gerard Panda Terry. It is part of a much larger complex of archaeological monuments called Brew Naboine. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but we'll go with it. The site dates from the Irish Neolithic, 4000 to 2500 BCE, with carbon dating placing its construction between 3200 BCE and 3100 BCE. To put this in context, it would have been built 500 years before the pyramids at Giza, and it also predates the Mycenaean culture of ancient Greece. The monument itself is a large circular mound between 75 meters and 86 meters across, 13 meters high, and covers around 5,000 square meters, and was made using more than 200,000 tons of rock and other material. Internally, it has a passage that is 19 meters long and terminates in a chamber surrounded by three smaller chambers. The larger central chamber is constructed with a corbelled roof, which in this case is a method of construction using overhanging stones in a circular formation that gradually decreases in size to form a rough dome. In each of the smaller chambers, there are basin stones, which appear to have contained both cremated and non-cremated human remains. Despite these remains, it is still unknown if the mound is a burial site or some form of temple for ancestor worship or maybe a death cult. Both internally and externally, Newgrange is decorated with elaborate carved embellishment. The walls of the chambers all have a variety of carved art, but the most well-known from the site is that which is found on the curb stone just before the entrance. This curb stone, one of 97 which surrounded the mound, is 1.2 meters tall, 3 meters long, and weighs somewhere around 5 tons. This stone has in the past been described as, quote, one of the most famous stones in the early repertoire of megalithic art, unquote. In addition to the carvings, there were also many small portable objects found, such as the remains of flint tools and objects for personal adornment, including beads. One of the most well-known features of New Grains is the roof box that sits over the entrance. The reason for its fame is that on the winter solstice, December 21st or so, it captures rays of the rising sun and causes them to strike the very back wall of the passage. As mentioned earlier, it is still unknown what the builders of Newgrange used it for. However, long after its builders passed on, it still remained an important spiritual site. As a testament to this, there have been finds of Roman coins deposited in the mount. This is of particular importance as, unlike Britain, Ireland was never invaded by the Romans. As such, this has led to one theory that the deposit was made by a Roman trader to appease some local custom. In slightly more recent times, Newgrange has been associated with the myth- mythological beings, the Tuatha de Danann, or people of the goddess Danu, in early medieval Irish literature. In the mythology, it stated that they ruled Ireland before the coming of the Milesians, another people sometimes associated with the Celts, although most invasion theories for Irish settlement in prehistory are currently out of fashion given current evidence and thinking. 
With the arrival of these newcomers, the Tuatha De retreated to the underground places of Ireland and became the Eos Sea, or People of the Mountains. As with many high-profile archaeological sites, Newgrange is not without its controversy. Its modern appearance, with white quartzite facing, is part of the post-excavation reconstruction carried out after the interpretation of the lead excavator, the late Professor Michael O'Kelly. Many have stated that the technology for such an appearance, with completely vertical facing, was not available in the Neolithic, especially considering the reconstruction required the use of reinforced concrete. One of the more accepted interpretations is that the quartzite would have been used to cover some form of plaza around the entrance of the mound, much like the sister site of Noth, which is the nearby example of a similar monument. In 2016, Newgrange made it into the news with further controversy, this time relating to the roof box. Its ability to capture the rays of the winter solstice have been called into question as some of its supports were straightened during the post-excavation reconstruction. As part of the Bruna Boyne complex, Newgrange was inscribed as a UNESCO World Heritage Site in 1993. It is possible to visit the site today, but only via a guided tour. Additionally, every year 20 people chosen by lottery are allowed to bring one guest to try and view the sun striking the back chamber on the winter solstice. If you'd like to learn more about Newgrange, please see the show notes for relevant links. Thank you. Thanks for listening to ARC 365. If you want to hear more ARC 365, check out www.arcpodnet.com slash ARC 365 for the 2017 and 2018 episodes. Check out arcpodnet.com slash ARC 365 G30 for the last 30 episodes. Please subscribe and rate on your service of choice. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, among others. Support the APN at arcpodnet.com slash members. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being awesome. This show is produced and recorded by the Archaeology Podcast Network, Chris Webster and Tristan Boyle, in Reno, Nevada, at the Reno Collective. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.